Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Leaf Cutters. Uh, this is the show that's going to talk about tips and tricks and for the layman man who wants to get into cigars, but doesn't know quite what they want. Uh, I'm your host, Ben. I'm Andy. I'm Graham. I'm Robert. I'm Zach. Y'all are fucking exciting. I know. They're all like, hey, do hey. I know yet or no? Um, so this episode is going to be kind of like a grab bag of cigars. Um, we all have a mixture of the things that we like to smoke. And uh, we're going to review all of them for you. Let you know what we think about each one of them. And uh, whoever you like better, go with their suggestion. But uh, I want to introduce mine first. Because I'm excited about it. Uh, I have the Fat Bottom Betty uh, Deadwood Drew Estates. I love these cigars. They do have a little bit of sweetness to them, so some people are turned off by the sweetness. But this is the um, Robusto, um, and it is a Brazilian, uh, which is the wrapper, and it's a Nicaraguan uh, leaf. So it's a it's, it's a good cigar. I highly recommend it. And uh, how about you, Andy? Uh, I've got the Villager Selecto. It is, uh, I got it in the mail like today. So, uh, yeah, I've already started smoking. I decided not to wait on you guys. Mail um, fairy? I know. Huh? What the heck, man? What is this mail fairy? Like, oh, I got it in the mail. It's just, it's a normal thing that happens. Like, I just, uh, you know, it, it, it brings it to me. <laughs> uh, I order shit. So, I mean, that's kind of how it works, right? Um, yeah, I went Connie to the store, like, a, oh. Can I get wrapper? It's from Nicaragua. What else do you want to know? So far, it's good. How about you, Graham? Oh no, no, I'm doing. I'm, I'm the, I'm the end. I'm the, I'm the, 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 the creme de la mint. Creme de la mint. It's <laughs> <laughs> a liquor drink, you folks. I don't think that um, was even right. Like I, I just I, look. I got the badass cigar. I'm going last. Okay, that's fine. I, I can understand that. Uh, who wants Robert or Zach? Which one are you? Let's go to Robert. Oh, oh they're being polite to each other. Not knowing all the lingo yet, um, I bought the Perdomo Champagne 10th anniversary. Oh, man, I almost did that. Those are good cigars. We talked about it last time. Yes, I do enjoy these. Nice. <laughs> all right. It- I've got the uh, Caldwell Blind Man Bluff Nicaragua. Nicaragua. It's a, it's a Habano wrapper with Nicaraguan filler and binder. I've never had one, so I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. And finally, Grim. Um, I'm getting hopped up to 1.21 gigawatts because I got an Oscar. McFly, because Oscar makes amazing cigars, and he's all like, "I'm going to cross brand," and he did it because it's McFly. McFly. <laughs> What's that the, say? Hold on, let me. Get I think that thing. Did you do it one more time? Mick Fly. Oh, is that a reference McFly. to like Back to the Future, or is that just Mick- random? Dude, the the box is made like it was out of the fucking eighties. Um, 
because like it has like a uh, like a uh, like a lenticular 3D cover, and it has like lasers shooting out, and like you know, and McFly in big solid silver letters and shit. Like it is, it is ridiculous to to look at this box and be like, you know, like I could, I couldn't not buy it. Well, it sounds amazing. Like the marketing the on it is so perfect that I was, I was sold. Like it was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't look at anything. Like I, there could have been an Opus X, and I'd have turned it down for this. Because Seriously, I'm going to go Opus back X. to the future, uh, to the future for this. Back to the future. I, the I will. I will openly admit, if I had seen that cigar in a cigar shop, I would have had to buy it. Uh, me too. Yeah. As soon as he showed it to me, I was like, I need that in my life. And now I'm going to actively look for it. it hopefully it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to let you know. <laughs> Are we get right, up? So I'm going to review it. Do we have a question today from Robert? I'm good. No, so we do not have a question from Robert. I thought we were going to talk about Twinkies. You want to talk about Twinkies for sure? Okay, why not? Why don't we talk about Twinkies? All right, so the question is, that was posed, um, is this, did Twinkie get better or worse if the hostess took it over? Worse. Straight up. I, I say worse as well. I, think it I don't was think that they'll survive. I don't think they'll survive a nuclear explosion like the last ones would. And if it can't, oh, no. are you kidding me? The consistency you know alone is not right. You're right. It, it's not. They they didn't take this to a nuclear site like they did back in you know with the 30s or 40s. You know all the footage that we have of the the blown away nuclear town. Yeah, that's where the Twinkies were stored. They were stored in that refrigerator that you can't get out of. I'm going to admit something. They survived. I, I, I don't. I, I, it's still up on my on my desk. I'm pretty sure, but I have a pre-hosted Twinkie, still in wrapper, on on my desk in my bedroom. Um, I would still eat that over the new Twinkies, like a new one off the fucking shelf, like fresh. I would I, I would go for that one. I would have to agree. I don't. It would be more nourishing. As a matter I've, of fact, I had it the other day. You just didn't notice. <laughs> I've not had a post-buyout Twinkie. I think the last Twinkie I had was over 10 years ago. It's just not one of my wow. favorite uh, rando uh, snacks from the gas station. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I like the oatmeal cookies with the cream filling between them. The, the, the next thing. Oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> you like the cream filling. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, it's just not good without the cream filling. You can you can bleed that out if you need. To. <laughs> no, I don't need to. No, no, we're all about embarrassing outtakes here. They just, it's just it stays in. Yeah, See, I mean, that's obviously how you, you did not box. listen to Deja Redo. Uh, it's not available anymore, from what I understand. It is not because Ben was all like, "Nobody listened to it. Why should we keep it up?" I had a valid point. Yeah, but now we have interest. We have somebody that's doing a podcast with us and really wants to know why we didn't succeed. Because we were talentless hacks. No, no. One third was good. One third was good. Well, yeah, yeah but what about you and Billy? What, Andy? 
But what about Billy? That's what I'm saying. He's a lot. He's not on the podcast. The one third of talent decided, you know what? I don't need to work with these hacks anymore. So I'm not going to get on another podcast with him. He he was he was he was a good laugh track, you know. Like he like he had a good laugh, you know. It's very like like Howard Stern, you know, that one dude that's chilling with Howard Stern. And he's all like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to say something funny," and the guy laughs, and like you know, like you know, like that's that's the punchline. All right, well, who those who lit up? Um, what's your first take on your cigar? Oh, wait, well, I'm disclaimer. Already your mind, so yeah, go ahead, disclaimer. Disclaimer, I love Billy. I'm just fucking with him. Like if he if he listens to this, like he you know, he was he was an excellent part of Days of Redo and like I couldn't have done it without him. Yeah, backtracking now. Well, I mean he might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cover it. This is why I'm the talent. <laughs> I'm going with my Betty then. Um lit up great. Extremely smooth draw. Um, pretty good smoke. I mean, it's pretty thick, but it's it's That's not heavy said. at all. And of course, it's got that sweetness. There's just their wrappers do have a sweetness to them, but it's not a flavor. It's just sweet. So it um it it does give a nice little sweet. Uh, in good. the back, Andy uh, cigar. Andy, do you have a question? <laughs> is it a is it a heavy sweet or is it just a is it mild? Does it sit in the back or does it just really pop at the front? Well, yeah, smoke? it's not like you're sitting there licking on a like you know lollipop or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's like a, it's a hint of sweetness that's it's just it just it gives it a good flavor. I mean, it really does. Okay, cool. That's a cigar I kind of wanted to try, but haven't yet. You should. It, a, a lot of the Deadwoods, they're very good. Um, like I said, Fat Bottom Betty's been my been my favorite. Uh, there's a Crazy Alice. There's a uh, there's a new one that came out. It's the Girl with No Name. I'm gonna give those a try. Uh, they are a little bit pricier cigars for what they are, but the reason why they're pricey is because people buy them up. And they're Drew Estates. Yeah, and they're Drew Estates. Which is one of my favorite labels. I like Drew Estates. So far, this is quite excellent. Chat's kind of a like a like a woody kind of thing going on. Not charred, but like clean. Like maybe maybe cedar. Smells a little bit like a cigar box in a way. A little bit of that vibe. I don't know. Digging it. Good. Construction's nice. solid. Burns pretty good. Awesome. Fine, I'll go. Um, I'm not. I've already finished about a third of mine. It, uh, it's got a really smooth draw. It's uh, being a Connie. It's uh, pretty light. Not a whole. Not a real heavy smoke. Um, other than that, I mean, it's it's mellow. It's smooth. It's kind of a creamy flavor to it. I'll let you know how the middle of it here's a minute. All right. What about you, Robert? Uh, mine lit up good. Um, smoke's even. Nice draw. Good smoke. Uh, Perdomo champagnes usually are. 
And for the last, McFly. McFly. Great Scott. Is fantastic so far. It has a taste and it has a consistency. The description. Oh my gosh, my, I can't even wrap my head around what you're describing now. Could you could you continue with less words? <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, it has a very mellow taste. Does, does uh, it taste like 1985, 2015, or, not, or 1955? Oh man, this is like 2085. Questions. Man, this is 100 years in the fucking future. Like. This knows what the cigar needed to be, and then it excelled past that at 88 miles an hour. Is it better than New Pepsi? Oh, God, yes. Fuck, yeah, oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> New Pepsi can eat a dick. No that, no, that was New Coke and Crystal Pepsi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh. Fact checked in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Where it should be done. Yeah, right? Just in front of everybody, I'm letting you know you're a loser. I mean, that's I okay. I, I got, it for a you know. I was, uh... Um, but no, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a little sweet. I like it. It's, uh... It's, uh, it's tasty. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue with my, it has a taste and, and a flavor and stuff. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want one even more yeah. now that you described it. <laughs> it's the intrigue, really. The mystery. I want to know what the taste is and what the flavor is. <laughs> I dropped a link it in the like chat. tastes like a tab. My godmother used to drink those all the time. Tab was so What, awful. tab? Tab. So, you know, between that and Diet Coke. God's way of letting you know you shouldn't be in that house. I never drank yeah. Tab. I used to drink RC Cola because it was the only thing available some places. Oh, did you have a moon pie with it? Oh yeah. Then there you go. Oh yeah. You lived. Moon pies. Did you put peanuts in your Coke? That's the question. Uh, no, because I don't know what that was a thing. <laughs> it's one of them. It, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. Just like RC and moon pie is a thing. Peanuts in your Coke is another thing. Yeah, I've never done it, but I had somebody at work that like swore up and down by it, and I kind of just thought he was senile. So I didn't do any. But the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, man, maybe I should try this. Maybe I'm being a jerk. It's the sweet of the Coke and the salty of the peanut. They complement each other. Yep. Did you? Robert knows what's up. You just dump oh. peanuts inside your Coke. Oh yeah. That's yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, unshelled peanuts. Yeah, like just like a bag of roasted peanuts. I yeah. mean, right unless unless you're feeling squirrely, then keep the shells. It's totally cool. <laughs> Good. And then it's more like chewing your Coke instead of, you know, yeah. snorting yeah. it. I mean, drinking it. Do you eat the peanuts afterward? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm fascinated by this, and I uh, feel like I need to try this. <laughs> I right, assume it's got to be like, uh, like real Coke, like Mexican Coke or full sugar Coke. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, next Crab Bag Ooh. podcast, we're doing Cokes and Peanuts. Mexican Coke. I haven't tried it with Mexican Coke. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Colombian Bam Bam. <laughs> I think that's something else. 
Oh, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> and not in, oh, in Mexico. Well, brought to you by cartels all around the world. So I'm halfway through mine. And it's yep. fairly consistent. And uh, I hate the fact that I'm halfway through it and I have to take the wrapper off because the wrapper's so damn wide. <laughs> yeah. Which, I guess that could be your other question for the night is, you know, do you smoke past the wrapper? Or past the band, not the wrapper. Terminology is important, question. right? So, yep. cigar band. The wrapper is the outside tobacco band. Um, are are think, you saying the question should be, do you or should you? Yes. I, sh- I smoke that shit until I lose my finger, uh, fingertips, man. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah, but where do you take your band off at? Do you take the band off? Well, you're not smoking it with the band uh, on, are you? I've seen no, people no, do it. I, I take it off when I get bored. Like, I'm not ceremonial about it at all. I usually use it as a holder until it uh, gets close to the band and about to burn it, and then I'll take it off. That's usually about when I remove the band, too. I, I feel like once the uh, the band starts to warm up a little bit, the glue gets a little, or the pectin or whatever they're holding together with gets a little looser, it's a little easier to take off. Not always the case, but usually about when it gets close to the band, I, I take it off. Yeah. So oh, this, article, right. this one's so a little loose. I could probably just slide it off. It doesn't ever play an encore, so like really, I, I, once once the set list is done, I'm out. <laughs> the uh, the article I read earlier this week um, suggests that you leave it on until you you know until you smoke down to it because same thing Zach just said is you know when the glue or the pectin that they use to keep it on loosens up in most cases loosens up and then the band will come off easier yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer to just peel mine off and stick it on a beer bottle and move on to my life. No, put it in a moonshine bottle. That's it. <laughs> I do a lot of times take it off if I get if I get bored. If I'm like smoking a cigar on the back porch by myself and I'm just like deep in thought, I, I'll I'll play with the cigar a little bit and, and probably end up peeling off the band. I too yeah. take it off when I get bored. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. And he's there for my jokes. I'm fucking... I'm, I'm... Like the talent said. <laughs> How bored are you? Well, about that. You should not open just, the door. Just hopefully you never get bored on this show. That's that's the only thing I can pray for. <laughs> uh, you know, I... Uh... I, I I am too shy to 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 I I would never make an OnlyFans man like I don't think I I don't think I'd uh, thrive there I, unless it was like one of those like weird fetishes like hey here's my elbow here's today's elbow Ooh. yeah you see that little divot there that divot's for you hey where's my I think it might have been a pimple at once but now it is a divot. Mm. <laughs> I had a I had a chick that uh, when I, I when we used to play at the X Playground, uh, uh, which is a gaming center place. It's not you know it's not anything dirty for 
for the viewers. Um, but uh, uh, she would uh, she claimed my elbows and would I guess it's called Jerwinus, where the skin on your elbow. But she would sit there while I was playing video games and just like rub my weenus like it was a you know uh, like a like a good luck charm or whatever. Fast forward to like last year. I kept telling my wife that my elbows were taken. Like the, the, my wife can have the rest of me, but the, the elbows were taken because they were claimed so long ago that she contacted that girl over Facebook and was like, "Hey, I need to purchase said elbows." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how much does an elbow go for these days? <laughs> Turns out free. Oh, okay. Grim's it was, hey, nice free. talking to you guys. I remember that. That's funny. Ha ha. Don't contact me again. <laughs> You're blocked. <laughs> yeah, right? No, she was, she, she had a good laugh about it and all that, but, you know, it was a, but, so yeah, it, I, I, I brought that up mostly because I, I, I like to point out that, that that's a weenus. Like, that's, that, it's that's a great a word. It's, it's a great word. Yeah. Because it sounds he's like very, it's very proud of his elbows. I, I, yeah. So like you know, we could get an OnlyFans going and then have like weird pictures of my weenus, just you know, like, oh yeah, get some of that weenus right there. Premium, one hundred percent pure weenus. I feel so dirty. I I feel a little uncomfortable now. <laughs> yeah. I, this podcast uh, needs know. an adult. I like making like stuff hell, that yeah. Ben has to edit. Pretty much. I don't even worry about anybody else. I just worry about what I have to edit out for Graham. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so when uh, when Kip gets, gets into edit, he just doesn't pass on Groom first to make sure like he's got that out of the way, and then he goes back and does the rest. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> What did, you, what did you get edited out of an entire podcast for today, Venus? <laughs> Venus. Did you say then, penis? Then she's no, all like, penis. you had to talk about your weenus again, didn't you? you? You just did. What the hell's wrong with you? Why do you always bring up the damn are you, weenus? Are you trying to sabotage yourself? Like, are you just trying to get edited out of the podcast? You Just don't show up, man. Just smoke your but cigar. Don't, don't worry about setting up the shit. If I don't show up, how will people know, you know, look at these guys and go, what the fuck are they laughing at? Right? Did any of you all ever watch the uh, the Craig Kilborn uh, late late show or whatever it was called? I mean, yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah, back when it was on. Uh, I love how it was like, uh, whenever somebody cursed, it, he like puts a flag over it. They put a flag over their mouth and they like say something in a different language. I feel like you could just do that with uh, with Grim. Anytime you want to cut something out, you just <laughs> make it sound like he's cursing. <laughs> I mean, I might take that under Yeah, but it's got to be something like random. You know? Like, what the... Baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. Don't talk to me that way, you mother spaghetti. <laughs> but in post edit, it comes out wrong, and it says spaghetti fucker. Yeah. 
Stupid AI. We tried so hard to edit it properly, but he just says fuck so well. <laughs> like it's a whole it's other like language. Pronunciation. Alright, um, <laughs> I'm smoked down about a quarter of mine now. And it is just as good as when I started it. Still has a little bit of sweetness to it. Full smoke. It has a really good taste. I'm kind of excited till I get to the sweet spot. Somebody else go. I'm writing things down. Uh, mine's kind of like bubble gum. Bubble gum? Yeah, I don't know how to. It, like that's the only thing I can really think of. Like it's it's slightly sweet. It it's got it's got a texture to it. It's you know not like anything strong in any way, like maple or oaky or anything else like that. It's just regular bubble gum. Oh, I can. Look, that's the best I can come up with. I'm not a, I'm not a genius. I'm not I'm not an aficionado. I don't know English. What the? No, now I'm thinking I gotta go find me one of them one of them their scarves. Dude, I mean it's really good. Don't let me tell you that uh, you know it's it's bad in any way, shape, or form. I'm enjoying the cigar. It's just it's it's a weird experience so far. Like I was expecting something different because it was an ostrich cigar. And like I'm, 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 I'm having my chakra reset right now for for having such grandiose expectations. How much is that? How much is that? Is nostalgia versus taste? Nostalgia for Oscar cigars? No, Back to the Future or the movie Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, I don't think of bubblegum when I think of Back to the Future. Am I supposed to? Did I miss a part of that movie? No. Movies. I'm just saying. Did you give it a little bit higher expectation because you love the movie so much? Oh, no, no. Well, I mean, kind of, but not like, you know, because it was back. To, I, was, I was more excited by the lenticular uh, uh, signage and the lasers and shit. Like, that's what really sold me. Like, <laughs> Back to the Future, okay, cool, but what does that have to do with a cigar? Lenticular and 3D and, and, and lasers? Boom. Got it. Uh, in the back, uh, that, that looks like Zach. Zach's got his hands up. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what that means. Could you? Could we get a definition on lenticular? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, 3D comic book covers? Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. I also have more details, but okay. I'll Google it later. What do you want? I don't know. It's just such a fancy word. Yeah, and it means you look at it from one angle and it's one thing, and you look at the other angle and it's a different thing. Oh, okay. I'm on board now. Lenticular images give the illusion of depth, movement, or merge two different images. Oh. The lint. You say oh, like, that's He pulled that out of his ass. Ass. But he can't you know. come up with a better word than bubble gum. <laughs> Do it. Does it look like I know English? I, I thought you were some sort of like uh, author or something. Yeah, and the book's 150,000 repetitions of fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a great, I've got a great page count. I've got a great word count, but you know what? It just says "fuck" until the very end. <laughs> so the chapter, it, you know, the, 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 the most of the chapter that I tried to read—that's all. I mean, that's really all it was. Yeah, like he got to the third paragraph and was like, "I think I can tell what the rest of this book is." <laughs> no need to finish. I got there. Yeah. 
I do edit it down to where like it looks like a book, you know, where it has like different, you know, structured paragraphs and shit like that. So it looks interesting where something should be there. <laughs> but fuck, 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 fuck. I'd buy this book. I, it sounds intriguing. Thank you. I'd buy it and put it on somebody's desk. I, I can't wait for the audible version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll narrate it too. I don't even care. <laughs> I gotta say fuck how many times? God. Chapter one. Fuck. Fuck. No, no, the chapters have the chapters have names. Well, that's the first chapter. Yeah. Fuck. The law of, of, of motion. Relativity. Van Gogh. And then just <laughs> fuck. You should get uh, multiple people to uh, narrate that book. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Elliott? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. The car that just drove by, that'd probably do a pretty good job, too. Yeah! Hit like a pothole, just... So, uh, I noticed that Andy has uh, some sort of uh, brown bottle that he's drinking out of. What what beverage are you partaking in today, Andy? That would be the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Much better than the uh, Mountain Dew uh, Spark that I was drinking before, Anthony. Thanks. I'm having Elder One Tea. Nice. Is that what you got for me? That's yeah. it, sir. Well, I say me, but my wife. Mm-hmm. What's in this tea? Dude, she randomly found those people at Dragon Con. Did she? Yeah, they uh, they completely renamed their entire line of tea. So there was no connection whatsoever. But Erica brought up that tea from that convention. That woman was like, oh, that was me. Ha, 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 ha. That's awesome. That's what we should have talked about in this podcast. Grim's trip to Dragon Con. Uh, Why not? We still got time. Real quick, uh, I'm drinking Angel's Envy bourbon. Nice. Angel's Envy? Yeah, if you've never had it, it has one of the prettiest bottles uh, on the shelf. Uh, And it's fantastic. It's very easy to drink. It's approachable. It's friendly. And you could call it by name. Yeah. Um, what's it taste like, Zach? Uh, it tastes like uh, you know when when you're walking down a dark alley and you see a light at the end of the alley, like there's a door that's sideways but open. It tastes like that. Is that before or after you got a shot for walking down the dark alley? I was to say, <laughs> is this Batman's dark alley? No, no, no. You know, no. gonna have an origin story after we drink this shit. It's like that. It's like it's like the alley right adjacent to uh, Market Square in Knoxville, Tennessee, where the uh, the secret entrance to the Peter Kern Library speakeasy is. It's kind of like that. Ah. Uh, you know, when I first met Zach, uh, I made a dark alley joke like within the first five minutes, and he was like, "Wow, that's dark." Well, now here he is making dark alley jokes. I'm like, "What? It's good enough for you, not for me, huh?" You, you corrupted me. What can I say? Yay! Corrupted or influenced? Yes. What are you? The same thing. I am an influencer. <laughs> so talented. What with my successful <laughs> podcast. It is successful. I'm telling you. Getting residual checks. How many views we have so far? Huh? How many views do we have so far? 
viewers of this podcast? Yeah. At least one, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, if we watch the five. Well, that's the thing. I'm an influencer, baby. Wait, the view count says three. Okay, who's holding out? Exactly. Sorry. (laughs) I might as well buy my G5. (laughs) That's a cigar, right? You know what? Yeah, I'm definitely going to smoke it, so we'll say it's a cigar. There you go. So, so speaking of Dragon Con, uh, since it's a topic that you uh, are well-versed in, uh, having just been there. Uh, I was just there. Did you do the, like, cosplay thing, or just show up uh, in, in standard grim attire? Standard grim attire. I, look, bro, I'm 38 years old. Like, I'm not, sh- I'm not showing up in a costume. It's not happening. You know, like, I like, I like the enthusiasm and the ingenuity that goes into these guys in their costumes. Yeah. But I would show up in, like, a suit and say I was Dracula. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not putting any effort into it because I like, I just want to see shit, some cool shit, like meet some cool people, and you know, get some autographs. Past that, that no, no, it's not me. That's cool. I probably would not. That being said, that being said, some of these kids are fucking insane with their with their costumes. It is ungodly. Hell yeah. And and I and I mean in any way you can think of like there was like 400 barbies and every one of them was in some pristine fashion or you know like were like true to the movie or like the crazy barbie that they had or anything else like that like like they put a ton of detail into that that's cool i'm i'm pretty sure i've got some friends who are from tennessee that live in washington state that actually went to uh dragon con i i have to double check um, but like it's a big deal now. I, I've never actually been. I know a bunch of people that go regularly, and it looks like a good every time. year, brother. Yeah, it, they're, it, they're it's, on the, uh, it's kind of fun. West Coast. Wouldn't they go to Comic Con, not Dragon Con? Uh, yeah. I I don't know if they went go to both, but uh, I know I know that they they have gone to Dragon Con a bunch of times. Dragon Con is an experience in itself, you know. Comic Con teach for like the nerddom and the and the and the clean love and everything else like that. Dragon Con's, you know, uh, uh, hardcore costumes and you know throwing shit out of a hotel balcony and sketchy, you know. Yeah, it, they they allow booze on stage, you know, like that kind of shit. Cool. Which is hysterical because you'll hear some stories once they get drinking. So, so do they do the panels and stuff at uh, Dragon Con? Yeah, and I got to see some pretty cool panels while I was there this year round. Uh, one of which I recommend to everybody. Uh, they have a website. It's called bootlegsafari.com. And I want to do this with with all my homies at this point. But um, it's a group of like artists and writers and stuff for comic books. And they exchange gifts of the worst variety because they find the most bootleg, horrible, knockoff version of something and exchange it like that's the best thing they could give them. You know, like that was like the coolest gift they could find. You know, like they start off the first one was uh, one of the, the, the guy that does it all, he got a, a shrink wrapped Garfield 
uh, knockoff, and it basically looked like it survived a fire without actually being in a fire. Uh, that's amazing. Nice. Uh, my one of my favorites was uh, Franz Stromers. Um, it's Transformers, but Franz Stromers, and then the toy like didn't even look like it could transform. It didn't look like it transformed into anything that was like a like a car or anything like that. Like it had a windshield and like a door or two, but it didn't look like it would transform into an actual car. And it was the most generic looking thing ever and then like they had one where uh they had an optimus prime knockoff like it was a really well done one but it like they it didn't show the scale so it obviously was like three inches tall um but it was it was the tra- uh, tra- uh uh friend stromer leader like that was the name of the robot leader 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 classic like they, they were sitting there like we're not getting sued today how are we gonna do this Leader, I gotta get one of those for Riley. I love it. And I won't have to transform it. My kid loves the uh, My Little Pony Transformers books. Yeah, I did not know that was a thing. I didn't either until Grim introduced it to me. I did the Star Wars ones for a while. In fact, Grim, uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen them on the floor, or not Grim, but Zach, you've seen them on the floor here at the house. Uh, maybe probably once or twice. I think I think I almost tripped over one uh, last time I was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> All the time. It's just a constant state of being. I get it. I didn't break it or myself, so uh, it was a win. It's the important part. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. that's like the great part of parenting, as far as it goes, for like explaining to your child, like if you step on their toy and break it, like you put it there, not my fault. It. You go mow a couple lawns and work up the money to buy a new one. Yep. Robert, how's your cigar? It is well. It's down. Jeez, almost oh. to there. Well, it was like small. Oh. Um. I smoke like throughout. Know, the same as when I lit it. Nice smoke. Nice flavor. Beautiful. Mild, medium, heavy. Mild. That's, that's what I'd put that together. That's with Perdomo champagnes. They're very mild, but very, very good. I've still never had one. They are so good, <laughs> but they are so mild. Like It's it's literally like drinking champagne. Like As far as it goes for you, you really don't taste anything. You're just getting the effects. You sprinkle a little orange juice on it, and it's a mimosa. There you go. <laughs> Andy style mimosa, ninety nine point nine 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 five percent champagne. Two, two on one eyedropper worth of orange juice. Just what changes the color? That's it. Not the yep. taste, just the color. This, uh, been this Caldwell me. has uh, gotten better. Like it, it started off good. But it's like richer, and I'm de- definitely cedar. Like that's the thing that that's like uh, it wow. reminds me of, and uh, and like kind of a, a little bit of a, like a leathery taste. I'm really really digging it. Nice. I'm oh, I'm like Robert. I'm about I'm about done with mine. It's uh, had a, I oh, had it a started more, early. I did. I cheated. Um, 
Well, you know, when in doubt, bring a backup, right? <laughs> You're going to need it, man, because I still got like maybe 30 minutes of smoking here. Uh, yeah. The, uh, but mine's gotten, mine had a, a more medium body to it about halfway through and has kind of maintained that. The, uh, the flavors have changed a little bit and it's more of an earthy flavor instead of the cream. So. I call, I call this probably a medium. It's not like punchy in the face or anything like that, but it's, it's, I'm digging it. I see why you like it. Mine's a, definitely a medium. Um, still tastes great. The sweetness is completely gone now. Um, but You've licked it all off. Good smoke. Pretty much, I was sitting there doing this the whole time. <laughs> so good, it's so tasty. So, um, so was it sugar dipped or or dipped in something, or or do you know? I don't know if it was dipped in something or not, but like I said, their wrappers are usually have just a hint of sweetness to them. Like I said, no flavor, it's just sweet. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like them. I, I don't really care for flavored cigars, but I, I do like a sweet cigar. So I'm pretty sure I would dig the McFly because I dig the Deadwood so much as far as their, you know, wrappers go for the little bit of sweetness on them. Yeah. It just does, it gives a little bit to the flavor palette of it. I mean, it really does. It gives a, it enhances just a little bit to make it a little bit more pleasurable experience. That's awesome. Ooh, uh, trivia note from uh, Cigars International's website on the Fat Bottom Betty. The uh, originally dubbed the Three Yummy Bitches. Yeah, because that was a. I think the original ones were Fat Bottom Betty, Crazy Alice, and um, ah, I can ever forget that. Yeah, I, remember, I, remember I don't remember who the that. third one is. I try really not. Good. I try not to buy like a cigar based on its wrapper, you know, book by its cover kind of thing. But the uh, that whole series of cigars, like the wrappers, are really cool looking. I kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of want to try them just for that reason. And, uh, that that's what hooked me too. I was like, I was intrigued when I saw the wrappers. I was like, I wonder how those are. And I wasn't a pretty good cigar shop, and somebody came in and started requesting, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And then. I, I went and researched it a little bit, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen those before. I want to try those. So I finally bit the bullet, and um, I say I bit the bullet. Robert actually bit the bullet and bought some for us, and been uh, stuck ever since. I, I really enjoy them. But like I said, they're, they're more like a guilty pleasure because they are a little bit pricier. Yeah, a box of 10 is like $87. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, they are not infused. I was, that's part of the. I went. That's why I was on here. I wanted to see if they were infused, and they're not. Like the acid line, I believe, is infused. This one. Yeah. Ugh. That's not. Oh, come on, the man! The mint Java's great. It's the only one of their the flavored cigars that I can do. I've not tried any of the of the acid line. I know they're very popular, but not tried them. Hey, there's the dog. Like. They're extremely popular, and it's because of the flavors. Yeah. I get that. Just like, uh, what is it, Tatiana? Same thing? Yeah. Oops. How's the weather out in uh, Noonan? In the Noonan offices. Dude, it is, it is awesome out here today. 
no, it's no breeze, but it's like it's still right there in the sweet spot of uh, not being hot or cold. It's like room temperature. It's great. Nice. Yeah, it's not 5,000 degrees here in Louisiana right now. So anything under 90 is like amazing. Yeah. I can use I'm not sweating during a podcast. I'm happy. I mean, I'm comfortable, but I could use a few less degrees. I took my label off of my uh, band. It, yeah, it was very know. easy to take off because it was uh, it was warm. I took mine off because I, I had a moment where I was like, "Man, I want to take this off." But didn't your wasn't your band the entire thing though? Yeah, but it was two different ones. So, and I had to take oh. the first one off because, like, it was at the it was at the tip of the cigar, you know. Yeah. So, like, it was immediately burning. Yeah, that was a good size. That was a good size binder or um, band. Yeah, the uh, Rocky Patel number six is kind of like that. You have to take the label off just to to get a partially into the cigar. Yeah, that's a great good cigar. If no one's uh, had it. That's one of my favorite Rocky Patel. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little story about Rocky Patel. I I mistakenly met Rocky Patel. And I, I thought he was trying to sell me snake oil because I was like, I was in a, um, it was kind of a bushy um, cigar job down in uh, Peachtree City. And it had just opened. Uh, I wanted to go check it out. And of course, I walk in there and start, I don't even get to the humidor. And I'm approached by this guy. And he's like, hey, what you here to smoke? I was like, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't been here before. So I just want to see what they have and everything like that. Uh, but I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know what I'm in, looking forward to right now anyway. And um, he was like, well, let me tell you about these Rocky Patels. They're amazing. And he started going through this whole spiel, started trying to talk to me. And I'm like, hey, man, I just, again, I'm new to the store. I just want to check it out. And he just kept pushing Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel. I'm like, dude, do you own stock? And he was like, I own the, I own it. I'm like, so you, oh, you met Rocky? I'm like, are you that Rocky Patel? He was like, yeah. I was like, that's awesome, man. So you're out here hawking your wares, are you? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, let me go see what they got, and then I'll come see what you got. That's funny. I've, uh, I've like, missed him a couple of times. Uh, the cigar shop I used to go to in, in Knoxville, um, Smokey, he, uh, he would show up for events and stuff, but, like, I, like, they had a Rocky Patel event, and I showed up, uh, but he had just left. Like, I was late or something and, and missed him. Oh. I met I met the rep, who was cool. Um, can't remember her name, but uh, it was... Uh, I, I got a Rocky Patel cigar. She sold me on uh, on a couple, like the, the Decade and the Sun Drone, I think, that day. Which are both good. Uh, I like both those. Yeah, it took me a minute to get used to Rocky Patel. When I finally did break down and buy one, I didn't like it at all. Um, but now that my flavor palette has changed in cigars, I do like some of the Rocky Patels. They they are good cigars. Yeah. All right, so Robert has finished his cigar. He needs to review that. I have finished it. I figure it burnt my finger, so I was done. <laughs> um, 
like I, said, like I said before, it smoked well all the way through. It was nice, mild flavor, not, nothing strong. Good smoke. I'd give it about four four leaves. Nice. I'm close to done with mine. Mine mine's pretty hot. Go ahead. Yeah, you have to pick. See, I need to get one of those. I love my plague doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brought to you by COVID nineteen. Because that's, that's awesome. just what I that's what I thought, you know, you should wear a mask. No, no. Let's break out the old plague doctor masks. Don't, don't forget your uh, pocket full of posies to stick it in there. Or your, uh, your, or your incense on the very end. The, uh, the thieves blend of uh, botanicals and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, people uh, would wear those uh, plague doctor uh, masks and, and go into houses where people are dying and, th- and steal stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, he's going to tell on them. I don't know how true that I, is, but I, that's the, the thing I heard. I mean, think about it. They can't leave the house because they're infected and nobody else is going in except for that doctor. So if they can't come out and be like, hey, he's stealing my shit and nobody's going in to hear that shit, boom. Right. Gone. All in. Grim has almost entirely disappeared. Uh, it is so dark in, uh, <laughs> on your patio. There, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> There's that good lighting. That's called mood lighting for his back porch lounge. <laughs> I mean, even, even the arc light in the back, uh, or chem light in the back, is not you know, trying to come on. Yeah, it's, it's, struggling, not, though. it's not quite dark enough for it to come on, but... Oh, I just love the ember. Just the ember. That's great. I like that shot. That's why I do it. I want to look pimping as shit. Like Jay-Z Big Pimpin'. That song always reminds me of uh, Real Ultimate Power. That website that used to exist. It may still exist. I don't know. You guys aware of Real Ultimate Power? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. It was a it was all, this whole like uh, ninja website like it was it was very funny had to do with uh, they, they released a book at some point but it had to do with uh, this like you know all these ninja things it was amazing it was it was ninjas versus pirates website still exists does it. Does it still have uh, Big Pimpin' as the as the theme song? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, like we paid for that. We're using it forever. It's like a the mini official. version of Big Pimpin'. The official Ninja homepage. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I'm gonna review back. mine and I'm gonna review mine and uh, it's too hot to smoke. Um it was an easy, I mean, it's a Connie. To me, it's a medium, you know, it's a mild. It had a little medium in it. Um, the uh, the flavors started out kind of creamy and ended up you know, fairly earthy. Um, but overall, I give it about a three and a half. I still got a little bit left in mind, but I could review it now, I think. 
uh, it, it did get go like closer to to heavy over, over a medium. Um, still really good. I'd give it like a maybe a four point five least. Good. Cool. Um, mine. I mean, I'm about where you are. I can I can still smoke it for a little bit, but uh, yeah, smooth the entire time. Same draw the entire time. I get the full hit every single time. It's crazy. This didn't have a sweet spot though. It it stayed consistent throughout the whole thing. It didn't get stronger. Didn't get weaker. It stayed the same cigar the whole time, and I I enjoyed that. Um, no earthy tone to it. The sweetness is completely gone. Um, best way to describe. It, let me see. I mean, there's no woodsy taste. It almost has like a coffee taste to it for some reason. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Grim, aka the talent. Are you ready to review your cigar, or do you need to? Hug it down a little bit. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can uh, review it at this point. Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't give my. I didn't get my uh, leaves. Um, Four point five. It's it's that good. I I re- highly recommend this cigar, the Fat Bottom Betty. I I recommend the Crazy Alice, and I recommend the other one I can't name right now for some reason. It just escapes me. Um, I recommend any of the Deadwood line. And I'm really excited about smoking the new one because we got our hands on some. I say we, Robert, got his hands on some. So, uh, uh, Sweet Jane. I, I don't. Sweet Jane. Huh? That's it. Ah. Uh, I, I think calling mine bubblegum is a little underappreciative at this point. Uh, it does have a very medium build to it. Uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, as I said, I think I kind of hyped it up a little bit because of the, the 3D and all that, but uh, or the marketing. But uh, it's still wildly enjoyable. The sweet spot has been very, very good to me. Um, I've got a nice little head rush going. Um, so I'm going to give it a 4. Because uh, the only downside is, really, like, it, it's... It, doesn't have any discernible flavor. It's, it is. It is still like the bubblegum thing, as far as it goes. For like, it's you know, it's a. Uh, it's got that solid flavor. It's just. It's not uh, oaky or mapley or anything like that. You know. All right. I like that out of the cigar a little bit, as far as it goes. For you know, having a having a taste for. Hell yeah. And the rating. I said four. Oh, okay. Wait, Which is like my highest rating so far. You know, so that should tell people that I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's right. true. But um, you would rate the marketing on it five. Oh, the marketing's totally, totally a five. They hook, line, and sinkered me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think I'm going to stop this show for the day. You know, if you like what you see, please like, subscribe. You know, we're going to be on all the socials. The biggest ones are probably going to be YouTube. Um, but please like, subscribe, you know, reach out to us, give us suggestions. Um, you know, we'll review stuff for you. We don't care. If you want to send it to us to review, we'll do it. But um, I want to say thank you for listening. Like always, welcome to, you know, 
you're always welcome back to the Back Porch Lounge and uh, smoke with us. Have a good one. Good night. See ya. See y'all.